welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. I have, a, I think it's going to be a really, really good episode for you guys today. And um, it's going to help you in the regards to the way you sell your services, products, your customers, whatever your home service business is. And it's going to reshape the way you think about selling. And I think I'm going to flip th- some things upside down that you think probably are important. And I'm going to show you that they just aren't uh, to your customer. And Overall, if you do these things, you're going to be able to close more deals and make more money, which is what this podcast is all about. So if you are a return listener, welcome back to the podcast. Good to have you. And if you're a new guest, welcome. This show is all about helping you grow and scale your home service business. And if you own a home service business of any sort, you have landed in the right spot. We have well over 100 episodes for you to dig through learn. And this podcast is literally all the content on it is everything I have learned over the last, gosh, 10, 11 years of being in business, growing multi-million dollar companies. And literally every single thing I learned, I share for free on this podcast. So I'm super glad you found it. I hope you find it helpful. If you have not left a review wherever you listen to the show, please, please, please do. You guys know that I don't ask for money. I don't run ads on here. Uh, This is the only thing I ask in return is that you'd share and leave a review for the show. It helps us grow, scale the show, reach more people, and ultimately, and most importantly, help more people. So I was out to dinner, uh, gosh, it was probably a week and a half ago now. And um, I went out to dinner with a friend of mine, David, a buddy of mine, Ryan. They're both in real estate. David's a a mortgage guy. Um, Ryan's a a realtor. And we're sitting at the table and and David's, uh, he's the number one mortgage guy in the state of Michigan. Um, The guy does ridiculous numbers. And long story short, he was telling me that he's got this guy on his team. Uh, He's a younger guy. And he uh, he went to University of Michigan and super, super smart, dude, like like next level smart. Uh, and the problem is, though, the guy's numbers just aren't that great right now. And so, you know, David's been kind of listening to how he talks to customers and to his calls and and how he's selling people. And the guy, because he is so analytical and he is so stinking smart, uh, he sells loans like an analytical person would, right? He, he goes through every single little detail of the loan. And, you know, David had mentioned, you know, hey, majority people that are getting a loan from us, they don't care about all that kind of stuff, right? All they want to know is like, what is my payment going to be? And am I approved or not? And so, you know, for the last couple of weeks, David said, you know, I've been going through my head, like, how can I, how can I frame this in a way where he'll understand it? Because he is so analytical uh, and David's not, but he's, David's super successful. And so, um, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, David owned a, a couple uh, really high-end jewelry stores. And they took on this this uh, diamond brand. And long story short, when, when the brand came in-house, uh, David started going to all these conventions to learn as much as they possibly could, just like many of us do, right? Like if you're a pressure washer, you've probably or you know been to a pressure washing convention. Um, if you do something else, maybe you've been to a convention to learn more about your industry. This is no different. So he was going to learn about their diamonds. And, and the guy that was presenting that day started talking about the diamond. Now, keep in mind, if you own a jewelry store, you probably already know a lot about diamonds. So like 
I don't know how much more you can learn, but he said as this guy was presenting, he had mentioned that this diamond was a 10 table diamond. And, and David said, well, like in his head, he's like that terminology, like that doesn't, that that's not real. This guy's an idiot. What a moron. They've got this guy presenting for their entire company to all these jewelers and the terminology he's using isn't even accurate. And, and so David said, I literally almost stood up and walked out of the convention because I, I was so blown away. He's like, but I decided to sit there for a few more minutes. And he said it again. He said, our diamonds are so good that people recognize them, recognize them from 10 tables away. And David said, oh my gosh, like I'm a fool, right? And, and long story short, what the guy was saying was, hey, we don't sell our diamonds based on like the quality and the clarity and all that stuff. We sell our diamonds based on the experience they're going to provide the person who buy, who buys them. And David said, when I when I got that in my head in my jewelry store, I started, you know, couples would come in and say, hey, we're looking for an engagement ring. And he said, I used to go through the four C's of, you know, cut, clarity, what color, what all, whatever they are, right? And I used to go into detail on, on all the details of, of the diamond and the ring and, and blah, blah, blah. He said, but when I came back from that convention, instead of pulling out my 4C chart and teaching the potential buyer about the diamond, I started selling them on the experience. I would tell the girl, listen, when you put this thing on your hand and you go out to dinner for the first time with your girlfriends, they are going to flip out because these diamonds are next level nice. There's nothing like them. And so now the girl's starting to think about almost a social status. And, and these are the things people care about, right? Like they don't care about the, the cut and the clarity. The girl cares about how big is the diamond? How does it look on my hand? What are people going to think? And so he started training his entire team in the jewelry store to start selling it like that. And literally sales went through the roof. So he said that story popped in my head. And I thought to myself, that's a perfect story to tell this guy on how to sell mortgages. So he went and he sold, he told this guy that exact same story and it clicked. And so now he hears the guy on the phone and instead of him talking about all the analytical BS that goes on with a mortgage, cause trust me, there's tons of it. He starts selling people on the experience. Oh, this is your first home. You're a first time home buyer. Cool. What kind of house are you looking for? That's going to be amazing. You're running a three-bedroom home. Just imagine when you finally get the home. I know the market's hard, but when you finally get in that home, that's going to be the home you get to build your family in. Like, how cool is that? And people start to think about their future. And now they want to work with this guy because they connect with him on a different level. And so I want to tell you guys that story because it's no different for the services you provide. You know, I own a, a pressure washing business. When I'm selling Mrs. Jones on a house wash, Okay. Yes, I'm selling her on the service, but I'm not telling her about my equipment. I'm not telling her about the chemicals I use. I'm not telling her, you know, why why we're so much better because, you know, our equipment is this and blah blah blah, but most of you guys are. And guess what? They don't give a f about that stuff. Period. What you should be doing is Mrs. Jones, when we get done with this house, your neighbors are literally going to ask you the next time you walk to your mailbox, "What did you do different to your house? It looks totally different." You're starting to give them that social status. You're starting to, to let them dream a little bit about how good their house is going to look. And, and maybe you're in lawn care. Maybe you're a pest control guy. I don't know what it is, but you need to tailor your selling to whatever your services are on more of a social status, uh, emotional need rather than the, the analytical, technical crap that people just don't care about. Now, you're going to say, well, Matt, that's not true. I do have customers that care about that stuff. Maybe one out of 10. I'm looking for the 90%. 
and I'm looking to close deals, and I'm looking to close deals for more money than my competition. And if I can connect with a potential customer on a different level than my competitor, I'm almost always going to win. So I want you guys to think about that story I just told about the ring and about how that ring company went about selling their diamonds way different than any other ring company. All the other ring companies only focused on the four C's. They wanted you to explain and teach your customer, your potential customer why the four C's mattered, why their diamonds were so much better than everybody else. And guess what? Nobody cares because all the girl cared about was, I just want the biggest diamond that's nice, that my girlfriends will think is like really cool, and I can put it on my hand, and people will go, oh my gosh, look at the size of that ring, and that's all they care about. And I know that sounds shallow, but guess what? That's just reality. So you have to figure out how to implement that into your own business and test it. Go out on some quotes or do them over the phone and, and sell the dream to the customer. And you might be like, well, Matt, my service like isn't sexy. None of our services are sexy, right? Like I know we're not selling diamond rings, but at the end of the day, there is something that you guys can do to improve the outlook of the customer for the future result of your service. And when you do that, you will start to close more deals. People will be willing to pay you more. And I guarantee you, you will connect with your customers on a totally different level than you are currently. Now, of course, you have to do a good job, and yes, you should have the right equipment and and all that crap. I'm not saying that stuff doesn't matter. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter to the customer. The only thing that matters to the customer is did the job get done right, and do I like the company that did the work? And so it is your job to figure out how to sell that customer in a way where they will connect with you more than they will connect with your competitors, and that's it. That's the name of the game. And so I want you guys to start dreaming a little bit, man. How can I sell the future to my customer? How can I sell the outcome to my customer? What kind of things can I say that will get my customer to feel like like their, their social status is higher by working with me? By working with us, your social status is higher. And you don't say that to the customer, but you word it in a way where they feel that. And that is what is most important. So for those of you that are analytical and you're selling your services based on all the little details that you care about because you're the operator, you're the entrepreneur, you know the ins and outs of the service, take a step back, your customer doesn't care. Realize that and you guys will start to win much bigger. I hope this is helpful. If you guys ever have questions, my email is always in the show notes. If you need any kind of marketing help, print marketing, Google AdWords, or even one-on-one coaching with me personally, the website serviceindustrycoach.com is also in the show notes. You can go check it out, and I would be honored to work with any of you guys. If you have any questions, reach out, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care.